And I remember not knowing why I was awake. Like, I didn't know that something had woken me up. Mm -hmm. And frankly, I don't know if it did. I'm assuming that it did because of the noise that it made after I had realized that something was there and that I wasn't alone. Welcome to the Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. Join hosts Hannah Morth and Elizabeth Modine as they dive deep into topics surrounding spiritual metaphysics, universal laws, and everyday mindful entrepreneurial pursuits. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy as we go Into the Rabbit Burrow. Hey there, and welcome to another episode from Into the Rabbit Burrow. My name is Hannah Morth. And I'm Elizabeth Modine. And today we are bringing to you our final Can You Believe It episode for the month of October. So we are going to talk about our unexplainable personal stories. So let's get into it. So the reason this isn't called paranormal stories is because we frankly don't know what happened (laughs) with these (laughs) stories. They're unexplainable. And we thought just to kind of wrap up our Can You Believe It episode series that we did for October, which I can't frankly believe we've already come to an end. Me neither. I feel like we just started them last week. I do too. So it's pretty crazy. But we thought that we would wrap them up by talking about just two of our unexplainable stories that we've experienced and that were kind of weird, um, fall under kind of the spooky category, I guess you would say, in our lives. So mine took place about two years ago, and we were doing, me and my husband, my husband and I, my third grade mom teacher is coming into my head. She's (laughs) like, (laughs) she's like Dustin and I. Um, Dustin and I and his father, as well as two other family members. We did some late season, um, early winter camping style outings, okay? And on one particular outing that we did, we were in Buffalo County and we had to travel by boat to this location. So the reason I say this is because it was like we were alone. We were out there in the middle of nowhere Uh, Buffalo County, Wisconsin is kind of a lesser populated area of Wisconsin anyway, so it would have been weird to run into somebody in the the woods. (laughs) It would have been weird to run into somebody in the woods, but it was also like, this story is particularly strange to me because there was no way. We were a boat ride away Mm -hmm. from somebody stumbling upon us, and I still, like I said before, I, I don't know what this was. It is a, um, like when I think of the noise that I heard, it's something that still like sticks t- with me to this day and really freaks me out. Mm-hmm. Nobody that I was with experienced it with me. And let me tell you that sucks. <laughs> I know. And they all made fun of me. Um, my sister-in-law was there too. I think I forgot to say that. And we were sharing a tent. And once again, we were on this like really fun outdoor adventure. Um, I believe it was early December. Either way, it was freaking cold. We had to have a Mr. Mr. Buddy to keep us warm in the tents. And it was like, my family does that though. That's like very, we're very outdoorsy. This is something that isn't strange for us. 
Um, we go camping all the time. We go on all of these outdoor like excursions. I am like somebody that grew up in the woods. And so I know the woods really well, <clears throat> especially Wisconsin woods. And so I'm not a stranger to being out in the woods at night. And, and I can't remember if this was like the first or the second night we were there. I think it was like the second night because I remember feeling really comfortable when I went to bed and it is dark out there. Like, I mean, there is no lights, like organic lights, I should say, like any kind of light that you have is a light that you're bringing with you or is, is a light that you've made from a fire. And so it is dark out there, but I remember being really comfortable. Um, Cause like I said, I love being out in the woods as some, like, I kind of feel like it's a second home for me. If I'm being sure. completely honest, I feel very safe. And I went to bed and I fell asleep immediately, no problems. And I woke up and I remember not knowing why I was awake. Like I didn't know that something had woken me up. Mm -hmm. And frankly, I don't know if it did. I'm assuming that it did because of the noise that it made after I had realized that something was there and that I wasn't alone um, with my sister-in-law, I should say. And it was like, I sat there and it was really quiet. And then all of a sudden I heard this noise and it was like this bellowing hiss is the only thing. And it wasn't like a cat hiss. It wasn't like an elk bugle. It wasn't like a muse bugle or like a white tail bugle or like a white tail in heat or anything like that. It was like this really strange and I'm not gonna mimic it because <laughs> it would be too weird but I it made every single hair on my body stand up like every single hair on my body stood up and I thought it was somebody playing a prank on me like I'm like somebody's fucking with me right now and they're trying to freak Pearl and I out because Pearl and I were sharing a tent and then everybody else was like within you know I could have said like hey there and they would have heard me but Dustin was with his dad in a tent and then our two other family members were sharing a tent and it was like I was positive somebody was playing a prank because it was such a weird noise but it got closer <sighs> and closer and I thought what am I gonna do like if this thing like tries to come in here I do not have a weapon on me right now like, I have no means to protect myself other than, like, <laughs> hoping that I can outrun Pearl. <laughs> you know, if this thing comes, and I'm totally kidding, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally joking. Totally joking. Uh, if, if anything had gotten, like, out of hand, somebody would have come out of the tent. But that was the thing is nobody woke up. Like, I just experienced this by myself for, like, five minutes and experienced this thing coming from a distance and then getting closer and closer and closer and I have never felt oh, fear like that like I have almost like died in a riptide like I've almost drowned there's been several times where I've come like too close to be comfortable with like getting severely hurt or like pushed over the old edge, nothing has scared me that bad. Yeah. And that put the fear of God in me because it was something that I 
can't explain and like once again it's I'm not saying it was paranormal because I don't know but like I grew up in the woods and I especially in Wisconsin woods never heard anything like that in my life and I came home from that trip and I tried to find like replicate the noise because I remember looking up like like maybe it's a news news bugle and I just am not recognizing it and like not that we have any in our area because we don't have like moose or elk in our area not at all no it's just whitetail but I've heard that cougar are in Buffalo County Mm. and so I even looked up one of their like because cougars literally sound like screaming women if you're ever mm-hmm. like in a mood to creep yourself out, look on the corner, <laughs> like doing their mating call, they sound like a screaming banshee. And so like, that is what the people that I was with thought I was hearing. And I'm like, no, like, I know exactly what that sounds like. That is not what this was. Unexplainable to this day. I have no clue what it was. I know that like my body reacted to it very strongly. Yeah. And I've been like, I've been face to face with what I would consider a full body apparition. And I went into like a state of fear, but it was nothing like what I experienced when I heard that noise coming towards me from a distance. It felt very like, it didn't even feel dangerous. It was just like, what the hell is that? (laughs) (laughs) And why does it sound like that? Yeah. And so it's unexplainable, but definitely one of my spookier encounters. <laughs> okay. And my story is one that I experienced with Beth, as many of my stories have been. Um, for some reason, we just experienced some really weird shit together. So <laughs> when we were in high school, we were having a sleepover at Beth's house, which if you've watched our channel, we have referenced the house that Beth grew up in several times. It was horrifyingly scary for me because the house that I grew up in was so inactive and never experienced anything weird or anything like that and so when I'd go over to her house I was just like what am I gonna experience tonight (laughs) and so we were probably in like the ninth or tenth grade like I said having a sleepover with another girl I'm gonna call her Katie so I have somebody to refer to I've changed her name so if she's watching this she knows who she is but we were having a sleepover and we had all fallen asleep at this point. And I, I remember waking up and looking at my phone and it was like five or 6 a.m. I'm not exactly sure which one, but I know it was in that time frame. And I looked up and we were sleeping in the living room and there was this like computer area uh, across the room. And I remember looking and seeing a girl with blonde hair and wearing a red sweatshirt. And she was on the computer, just kind of messing around on it. And I figured that it was one of Beth's brother's friends because at the time uh, Beth's brother was still living at home and he was a little, he was a couple years older than us and he always had friends over. And so I just figured that it was one of his friends over and she was just playing on the computer. Well, so I fell back asleep and a couple hours later we all woke up and we realized that our third friend Katie was gone and we talk to her and she was like oh like I woke up at like 3 a.m and I could not fall back asleep so I actually walked home and then we talked to best brother and he was like I wasn't even home last night like that couldn't have been anybody that that I know of 
And so I was like, who the hell was this girl playing on the computer? Because it wasn't our friend Katie, because she had already left by that point. And it wasn't her brother's friends. It couldn't have been her mom because it didn't look like her mom. No, mom, yeah, mom has like brown hair. hair. Yeah, yeah. Um, And this girl had extremely blonde hair. We have no clue, but I know for a fact that I saw a girl playing on the computer and she like looked, I mean, I didn't see her face obviously because she was facing away from me. I just saw the back of her head, but like her stature looked like she was like a teenager. She didn't look like a little kid, Um, but we never figured out who it was No, because it couldn't have been anybody. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't know if that was the night that she heard somebody in the kitchen. It was, and that's why she left, is because she kept hearing somebody walk around in the kitchen, which is right off in the living room, and there was nobody there, and she couldn't fall back asleep because she was so freaked out. Yeah, So because, like, everybody knew to expect, (laughs) and maybe, like, that was part of the magic of that house, if you will, is that, like... I would sit, my dog is so restless as we're talking about this. I'm sure people can hear him in the recording, but like, if you wanted to experience something, that house gave you an experience. And I know that sounds so dramatic. No, it's so true though. But it was just a a weird home to grow up in. (laughs) Well, yeah, and even the non-believers, if you were a non-believer and you hung out in that house for a couple of days, every single one experienced something that they could not explain. Like, Beth and I have been friends for a very long time, since the third grade, and throughout our years years growing up, we had, you know, different friends that kind of, like, joined the, you know, joined our little group. And so often they would come in and they'd be like, yeah, I don't believe in ghosts or I don't believe in spirits or anything like that. And we just, we would just say, oh, you just wait. And then every single time something really weird happened to them that only they experienced. (laughs) Yeah. It was frankly kind of refreshing in a weird way because it was like, everybody can have their own beliefs. Yeah, of course. But it's always kind of nice when like you go through this like process of, having like total disbelief and then like something happens and you're like yeah well not even just unexplainable yeah not even just like disbelief but they also would make fun of us for believing in it (laughs) which that was the best part is we're like yeah okay sure you can make fun of us all you want and then they would experience something and we'd be like "Mm -hmm. yep sounds about right (laughs) would you like to take take all your words back now good times good times is right for the record our friends my family is no longer in ownership of this home but oddly enough my home that I live in now is sandwiched between uh, my childhood home that I grew up in and also my mother's childhood home that she now owns and I'm kind of sandwiched right in in between Mm -hmm. the two And I get to see my childhood home quite a bit because it's only a block or two from my house. And I've obviously kept my distance just out of respect because God forbid you plant a seed and like somebody like, you know, I I cleansed the property after we left 
Um, I moved out obviously as an adult and then before my mom sold it, I went through as somebody who was awakened and who had been going through training and cleansed it because I felt like that should be just kind of not that you can ever fully seal a chapter. Um, I don't know that you can ever really fully purge a place like that, mm -hmm. but at the same time, just kind of like sealing things up, if you will. And um, I did that, but what's odd is that they're never home. Like they'll come and then they'll stay and then it'll be vacant for like a week or two at a time because the lawn then will become so overgrown that it's like very obvious mm -hmm. and nobody will be there. So it's odd. Um, <laughs> it's unexplainable. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Unexplainable. But this was just our way of kind of kicking off the last, can you believe it, episode that we're doing this month for our spooky theme of Halloween or Samhain is our beautiful Coffee Chats guest, Janie Graham, spoke, spoke to yesterday. So if you're interested in more of the Samhain side of Halloween and this beautiful season that we're moving through right now, make sure that you check that out. And that is all that we have for today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode from Into the Rabbit Burrow. If you enjoyed it, we would love for you to subscribe to our channel on Spotify or iTunes. We come up with several episodes every single week. So there is truly a lot to look forward to. We'd also love for you to share this episode with like-minded friends and family who you believe would also benefit from it. Thank you so much. Enjoy the week ahead. Thank you so much for listening to Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. We truly appreciate your support. And if you're looking to connect with Hannah and Elizabeth, head on over to www.dearenlightenedone.com. Thanks again for journeying into the rabbit burrow with us. And until next time.